you know, it, it's so interesting to me that she voluntarily gave up power. Leave it to a woman to do that. She voluntarily gave up power. They're no longer in the majority. Um, but I believe that behind the scenes, I am sure she will be important to uh, vote counting, to cajoling. Leave it to a woman to give up power. Well, I know actually uh, they lost control of the House of Representatives. That was Gloria Borger, longtime Washington Democrat Party bootlick. I'm sure a nice person otherwise. With the uh, leave it to a woman. That's misandry. What no man who was Speaker of the House ever, quote, gave up power, end quote. Every former Speaker of the House, since Nancy Pelosi is the first woman Speaker of the House, every preceding Speaker of the House, quote, gave up power, end quote, when they lost control of the House of Representatives. She voluntarily gave up power. Leave it to a woman to do that. Hey, I love Oilsk. That's our media. Where do we find them? I'm still marveling this morning at this uh, attempted mass murder, apparently, of um, sheriff's recruits that were run over by this psychopath yesterday. And uh, Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez, 22 years old, and the sheriff of L.A. County, Villanueva, who has proved in the past to be a good, solid guy, said yesterday that it was deliberate, said that it was deliberate. And then he was charged with a crime, and then he was released, apparently without bail, because George Gascon is the George Soros radical left pro-crime district attorney in Los Angeles. And they have a pro-crime mayor on the way out now because they put another pro-crime Democrat House member, Karen Bass, in as mayor of Los Angeles because it's all they do is government work and they're corrupt as hell. But the guy is now out. And uh, initially there were $2 million bail and then they were forced to say, well, wait, no, there's a lack of evidence. There's no lack of evidence. Completely insane. Completely insane. <clears throat> By the way, the uh, University of Virginia killer there murdered three students, members of the football team, and wounded two more, shot and killed one of them while I was sleeping on the bus as an opening salvo. Well, it turns out the UVA uh, shooting suspect, uh, ordered held without bond, had previously failed gun background checks. This is pretty amazing stuff. Boy, oh boy, USA Today out of Charlottesville, Virginia, the suspect in the shooting rampage that left three University of Virginia students dead and two others wounded was ordered held without bond Wednesday during a video conference in Albemarle District Court. Christopher Darnell Jones, Jr. Jones' criminal history was read aloud in the courtroom, including an arrest February 22nd of 2021, last year, on a concealed weapons charge and a separate charge of hit and run, which also included reckless driving, both of which resulted in suspended a sentence. Suspended a sentences in uh, those cases. Authorities have not yet determined a motive for the attack. 
Jones purchased two firearms from a sporting goods store in Petersburg, Virginia, earlier this year. But it remains unclear whether either of the firearms was used in the shooting. Jones tried to purchase weapons on two other occasions. Once in 2018 and again last year, he failed both background checks and did not obtain the weapons. Jones bought the firearms in separate purchases, you see, but Jones failed the background check trying to buy a handgun December 31st, 2018 because he was under the age of 21. That's a red flag. Jones failed a second background check last year because he was facing a felony charge of failing to stop for an accident in which he was involved. That was the uh, hit and run, leaving the scene of an accident and all this stuff. But that's okay because suspended a sentence and then uh, later he's allowed to buy firearms and pass the, fa- the background check because the courts went light on him. Hey, wait a minute. You got this hit and run and leaving the scene and you've repeatedly tried to buy firearms even though you're not legally entitled to, but we'll just let that go. We'll just let that go. And then here we are because uh, Democrat law, right? Um, and, and they're pro-criminal and they're pro-crime and their policies lead to more murders and more crime. You understand how that uh, all that works? Uh, pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. Appalling. Amazing. We had a uh, shooting the other day, um, just the other day, um, a block, a block and a half from the uh, radio station where I sit right now. And um, the uh, somebody was shot. It was uh, shortly after midnight. And uh, there was an, an, an argument in the uh, bar uh, or restaurant and a place called Clyde's. And then they stepped outside and one individual shot another individual, which used to be frowned upon. I remember when that was frowned upon. And uh, he assaulted another person, was wounded in the face, two people um, maybe beaten, pistol whipped with the gun or something. And uh, the news media put out, the local news media uh, put out a a story on it. and And the person fled, fled the scene. And as far as I know, is still on the loose shot somebody about a block from from here. Uh, also, the uh, four people murdered in Idaho, and the murderer is still on the loose there. Three beautiful young women and one uh, healthy young man were stabbed to death, butchered Charles Manson style in this house in Idaho. And the killer is, uh, they don't even have a suspect. They don't have a person of interest. Uh, they don't have a murder weapon. And the, so the murderer, this Charles Manson style massacre of four young people butchered. The blood was literally seeping through the cracks in the house to the exterior of the house and running down the foundation of the house. No suspects. And the news media is like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. But this, uh, this uh, uh, UVA uh, story is on the front page again today. But in any case, the shooting about a block and a half from the radio station the other night, and the local media put out a story, and they said, police are now searching for the suspect in this incident, They said he's described, listen to this, this is classic. This is about, you know, the race intimidation and the racial division that the Democrats have created in the United States. They said the gunman who shot somebody and uh, and wounded another person, uh, apparently beating them. They said he's described as a slim build man, 
armed with a handgun. Police believe he may be between 20 and 25 years old. So, uh, you know, Bolo, everybody, be on the lookout for a slim-billed man armed with a handgun, maybe between the ages of 20 and 25. Now, that's a, there's a person being uh, uh, hunted. It's a manhunt. And that's the description the media gave. <laughs> that's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I, I did more research, and I found that they're actually looking for an African-American who may be 20, uh, man, who may be 20 to 25, uh, who has a slim build. But the news media, because they're all cowards, and they uh, cower because the Democrat Party's intimidation and racial division, they uh, were afraid in the newsroom at uh, WJLA. They were afraid, that's the ABC station here, they were afraid to put the race, which makes it, of course, impossible to find, looking for a slim 20-year-old man with a handgun like he's walking around with a gun in his hand, you know, pointing at stuff on store shelves. Aren't they amazing? Yes, they are. All right, um, let's get to uh, crime. You know, it's a crime and punishment, the Democrats. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, George Takai and Geraldo Rivera. Yeah, why are the Republicans looking to investigate the Biden family instead of fighting crime? The, the, and, and again, the appropriate answer, if the Republicans knew how to message anything, the appropriate answer is, that is fighting crime at the highest level. And investigating the FBI, that is fighting crime. And investigating the intelligence community, that's fighting the biggest crime of the century. We're only 22 years in. Uh, throwing the election in the United States of America, a conspiracy undertaken. It's not a theory. I have the documentation. An effort undertaken and led by John Brennan, who was appointed CIA director by Barack Obama, who launched his political career in the living room of two domestic radical left-wing terrorists, William Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, whose mentor was Frank Marshall Davis, a card-carrying member of the Communist Party, and the CIA director, John Penitentiary Face Brennan, who once voted for the Communist Party candidate Gus Hall for the presidency of the United States. Now let's get to Joe Biden, who's too dumb to know about any of this, or anything else. Here's the uh, glorious headline from CNN. Biden's Biden granddaughter's wedding offers youthful spin for president turning 80. See, there is a wedding at the White House on Saturday. One of Joe Biden's granddaughters and CNN is excited to announce President Joe Biden is turning 80 this weekend. But the big bash at the White House will be for an entirely different and more youthful occasion. Naomi Biden, did Joe Biden shower with her? Do we know? Did he shower with her? Or just his own daughter who turned into a sexual deviant and a drug addict? According to her, she left her diary behind. Naomi Biden, Biden's oldest granddaughter, is set to marry Peter Neal on the White House South Lawn on Saturday. Isn't that exciting? And I saw this, and the uh, CNN is very excited. Joe Biden's turning 80. Huh? Um... I, you know, for his birthday, I got him an ear horn. I got him an ear horn. Hey! Um, but I was uh, thinking about the grandchildren. You remember Joe Biden talking about the grand, the grandkids. He's had a couple of different versions of the grandkids. He's not, apparently not the greatest grandfather in the world. I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. He's got seven grandchildren. Joe Biden has seven grandchildren. One of them is the bastard child of Hunter Biden. 
uh, who he sired with the uh, exotic dancer. Uh, who used to work at a gentleman's club on K Street, blocks from the White House, where Hunter Biden would go to smoke crack in one of the private rooms where he apparently had a, a sexual liaison with the uh, young woman who was an exotic dancer there, and he impregnated her. He denied it, uh, of course, and went to court and the paternity test. So that's, uh, how many did he say? He said he had five grandkids there, and he, had, and he actually has seven. Then another time he had a different version of events. Yeah, I talk to them every single day. <laughs> I've been doing that forever, though. There's a there's a deal we have. I have uh, five grandchildren, and uh, and every single day I either talk to them or we text. And uh, so he still has seven grandchildren. And at one point he said he had six, right? And uh, do you have that one also? And then there's Dr. Jill Biden. Dr. Jill Biden came in. Uh, not correcting him, but on a different occasion altogether. He's got seven grandchildren. Both of those times he said he had five grandchildren. Another time he said he had six grandchildren. Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor. My name is Jill, and this is my husband, Joe. And uh, your children may not know, but we have three children, and we have six grandchildren. Joe Biden said he had four children and uh, five grandchildren. And, and in fact, they got three children because one of their sons, sadly, uh, uh, died not not Dr. Jill's son uh, biologically, uh, but they don't know. They literally don't know how many grandchildren they have. They have seven grandchildren. Um, but good luck with uh, CNN reporting anything on that. Honestly, it's like it's like North Korea. We have um, we have a news media that is uh, just completely ridiculous. Now uh, I think we also have, uh, don't we, Michael? Some FBI Director Christopher Ray. And we have FBI Christopher Ray, And that's audio that I want to uh, get to because Christopher Ray, um, you know, investigating, that's cracking down on crime when the Republicans take over the House. You want to fight crime? Fight the FBI. Fight Christopher Ray, Fight J. Edgar Comey. Fight John Brennan. Fight the intelligence community with all their crooked political leaks to the news media designed obviously, from the get-go to manipulate public opinion and the political process in America. And penitentiary face should be in supermax. I think you'll like it there. Hey, do you have your Christmas shopping done yet? Well, thankfully, Eden Pure is running a crazy great deal for Christmas. Right now, you know, they're extremely popular thunderstorm air purifier. It makes a great gift for friends, for family, and for yourself because everybody from time to time has to deal with some unwanted aromas, you know, and you need a way to get rid of them for good. Remember, the Impure Thunderstorm uses proven oxy technology that naturally gets rid of odors like trash and litter boxes, cigarette smoke, musty basement smells, and uh, even Michael Moore is no match for the Impure Thunderstorm. You know, there are no filters to buy and replace again and again, so you save money in the hassle of having to schedule filter replacements. Right now, this Christmas special offers, listen, you save $200 on Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You get three units for under $200. Get something that your friends and family are actually going to use every day. Give them the gift of clean, fresh air. The special offer, it's a Christmas offer, three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. You put in the discount code CHRIS3, CHRIS in the number three, to save $200. You'll thank me later. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS3, and shipping is free. Yeah, 
That's your Biden family. Hey, his granddaughter is getting married on the South Lawn this Saturday. If he were a Republican, if it were Trump, and he repeatedly demonstrate that he has no idea how many grandchildren he has, I kind of think that might be the lead. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Now, we just heard this uh, lunatic at the Transgender Festival at Connecticut, Central Connecticut State University, talking about the supremacy of the bourgeoisie. They've all got the Marxist lexicon down, and their heads are jammed so far into their dark and remote locations that when I heard uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who grew up in Westchester County, New York, beautiful tree-lined street, most beautiful high school you've ever seen, She's, you know, a, a, a hard scrabble background. Father owned a company that did architectural work. And uh, AOC yesterday on abortion. They really love abortion. And apparently it's uh, about, uh, you know, the struggle of the bourgeoisie. And so the idea that um, that abortion and access to abortion is somehow not a profound and central economic and class issue it's and class, class struggle um, class is certainly struggle. something that I think a person who's never had to contend uh, with the ability to carry a child, um, you know, it, it belies that perspective. She's, uh, it's about class struggle and the supremacy of the bourgeoisie, like the transgender thing. This is the Marxist lexicon. This is cultural Marxism. And uh, she really loves, uh, she really loves um, uh, Planned Parenthood. If you've never met a Planned Parenthood baby, I'm happy to let you know that I am one. She am one. She am one. She tunneled out, I think, uh, at the last moment. She was able to escape. Like LeBeau from Stalag 13 in Hogan's Heroes. LeBeau died uh day before yesterday. 96 years old. An amazing life story. LeBeau, Robert Clary from Hogan's Heroes. This is the Chris Plant Show. If you've never met a Planned Parenthood baby, I'm happy to let you know that I am one. Ah, uh, you're the only one. <laughs> She's uh, at the border, at our southern border. She's what you'd call a gotaway. She's a gotaway. She tunneled out. Like the gang at Hogan's Heroes, she went into town, had dinner, then came back. Planned Parenthood's actually still looking for her. They don't like gotaways. She doesn't quite fit the description anymore that they have for her on the on the be on the lookout, the bolo. Because, uh, you know, she was, uh, she was very young at the time when she was born. She's a Planned Parenthood baby. So, yeah, I knew there must be one. Had to be one. <laughs> <laughs> a Planned Parenthood baby. What an absurd claim. What a ridiculous claim. Uh, and again, she grew up in Westchester County. I did a Google Earth search of her neighborhood and, and her house, our house, and a very nice uh, and uh, beautiful tree-lined street. And the high school is the most beautiful high school I've ever seen anywhere. Uh, honestly, on Google Earth, you can go do the search and make it 3D and all kinds of great stuff. And so, but she's a, she's a getaway. She's a Planned Parenthood getaway. 
PPGA. That's a PP. She's AOC PPGA. Planned Parenthood getaway. They got to be on the lookout. They got a bolo uh, out for her. But uh, because she was very young at the time, she doesn't match the. Which does remind me of, uh, of uh, Robert Clary. He was LeBeau. I just made a reference. You know, anybody from that generation and even uh, following gender knows Hogan's Heroes. You know, it was the funny comedy uh, barely 20 years after World War II in America. We're such good-natured people. We were doing funny primetime TV shows making fun of German prisoner of war camps. How do you make that funny? You know, I've uh, seen comedians do routines about this. The, the producer is going to the network, I think it was CBS, and saying, I got a hilarious idea. And, of course, at this point, everybody in charge of everything was a World War II vet. And we got it. we're going to have a bunch of funny hijinks in a uh, uh, World War II prisoner of war camp. And LeBeau played the French guy, Robert Clary, five foot one. He was born in Paris, France, uh, to a Jewish family. Jewish family. He was uh, LeBeau. He was the youngest of 14 children. Youngest of 14 children. Jewish French family. Paris, France. The French, of course, turned all their Jews over to the Nazis for extermination. You know, that's worse than barring black people from a Woolworths luncheonette counter, which the Democrats did. Uh, but I think this is worse. It's called the Holocaust. And uh, youngest of 14 children, Jewish family, Paris, France, 10 of his siblings would die in the Holocaust. And Robert Clary would make it to the United States of America, where he would become wealthy beyond his wildest imagination, famous, beloved by the American people, taken in by the greatest country in the history of the world, and um, become, you know, uh, uh, everywhere. He walked into a restaurant anywhere in America. And people would cheer, LeBeau, Robert Clary. He survived the Holocaust, made it to the United States of America. Ten of his 13 siblings would be killed by the Socialist Workers' Party that was, uh, you know, laying waste to Europe at the time. My father went over there to kill a bunch of them. Did a pretty good job, too. Silver Star, Air Medal. Killed a bunch of Nazis. You know, Socialist Workers' Party. That's the thing. So Robert Clary died at the age of 96, thanks to the United States of America, and thanks to the fact that the United States of America helped him survive the Holocaust. And then he came to America, became fabulously wealthy and famous, and died at the age of 96 in Beverly Hills, California. What a country, huh? How great are we? That's just great. Yes, sir. Now, the... uh, the White House is trying to clarify something today, uh, and that is that the, you know, you remember the uh, 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 Jamal Khashoggi, and sometimes they said Khashoggi because they're a bunch of idiots, was uh, murdered in Turkey at the Saudi embassy by Saudi Arabian agents working at the behest of Mohammed bin Salman, Mohammed bin Salman, the uh, acting He's the crown prince. He's in charge of Saudi Arabia right now, right? And um, the story today is um, that the Biden administration is giving a pass to Mohammed bin Salman, MBS as we like to call him, 
um, because the Biden administration, according to CNN, has determined that the crown prince is immune to prosecution. He's immune to prosecution because, you know, diplomatic immunity. The Biden administration has determined that Saudi's crown prince, Saudi Arabia's crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, should be granted immunity in a case brought against him by his fiance, the, uh, the uh, late journalist's fiance um, of uh, Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. And it uh, turns out the court filing made by the Biden Justice Department under that awful, horrible attorney general, the Justice Department lawyers requested at the, at the behest of the State Department because bin Salman was recently made Saudi prime minister, and uh, as a result, he qualifies for immunity as a foreign head of government. Say. So, the you know, and uh, uh, MBS was at the G20 summit the other day meeting with Joe Biden before he had to go uh, take a nap and watch an episode of Hazel and miss the big dinner. So the Biden White House, the State Department, uh, trickling down, this is trickle-down corruption, from Joe Biden to uh, Joe Biden's State Department and that wispy little uh, wanker at the State Department to the wispy little wanker at the Justice Department and goes to the court and says, well, um, you know, sorry, fiancé of murdered, butchered, dismembered Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, but uh, we're going to give him immunity from your civil case. And she wants criminal prosecution, too, of course, but that's not going to happen because, and she says, Biden himself betrayed his word, betrayed Jamal. History will not forget this wrong decision, said Hatis Chengiz, who is the Khashoggi fiance. And, uh, but that's all, it's all immunity now because the State Department to the Justice Department, the White House to the State Department, to the Justice Department, and, um, and then, you know, sorry, too bad. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You got the Muslim Brotherhood, which the Obama-Biden administration was all cozy with, and uh, Jamal uh, Khashoggi was butchered, and Biden was very upset about it at the time. But now he had a meeting, MBS was at G20. He got the fist bump with him, remember that? And all that good stuff. And now, the latest report, just minutes ago, CNN now says that the Biden administration MBS immunity was just a suggestion. Only a suggestion. That's why the State Department went to the Justice Department to suggest, the White House suggested to the State Department, then the State Department suggested to the Justice Department, then the Justice Department suggested to the court and uh, that he's got immunity. And now they're changing their tune because they're saying, well, we didn't grant him immunity. It was just a suggestion, right? It's like, uh, you know, like Democrats that go to church. It's the 10 suggestions. They got the 10 suggestions, and this was just a, a suggestion, too. CNN now says Biden administration MBS immunity is a suggestion. Let's not get all caught up in who killed who. Reporting, uh, and CNN reported that they granted him immunity. Now the Biden administration is changing that. All right, let's go to another corrupt government official, and that is the FBI director, Christopher Wray, who can't wipe the sneer off of his face. Senator Josh Hawley uh, was at a Senate hearing yesterday where the FBI director was president, and um, boy, there are a lot of questions because the last time 
Christopher Ray was testifying before a Senate committee. He said he had to leave on urgent business. Took a couple of questions. I've got to go. I've got to leave because of business. And I'm the FBI director. I'm very important. And then it turned out later, conservative media reported and liberal media didn't, that in reality, Christopher Ray, with a sneer on his face, left the Senate hearing because he didn't want to be held accountable, went and got on a U.S. government Gulfstream jet, went to upstate New York to spend time with his stinking family or somebody else's stinking family, but he lied about it. No, it was a business. And Josh Hawley decided to call him on that. I think the last time that I got to visit with you was back in August, August 4th of this year. You were at the Senate Judiciary Committee. You remember that, I assume. We had to cut that hearing short. We were supposed to do two rounds of questions. You said you had to be somewhere, so we cut it short. Republicans were not able to ask a second round as we had been informed we would. The press reported shortly thereafter that the reason that the hearing had to be cut short is because you were flying on a Gulfstream jet for a personal vacation in the Adirondacks. Please tell me that's not accurate. But it is accurate, and he's so arrogant and so smug. You know, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, and the FBI is corrupt, and Christopher Ray is corrupt, and his uh, predecessor, J. Edgar Comey, corrupt as hell. Uh, and they all get away with it. Uh, Christopher Ray, Senator, the hearing was cut short, was not cut short. From my experience, we had agreed beforehand on the time and and uh, and length of it. And my, I was very surprised to find that the any member of the committee was surprised. Uh, as to how I uh, fly, I am required, not only uh, permitted but required, to fly uh, on uh, an FBI plane wherever I go. That's so, so you were going on vacation. I was, yes. And the government oversight of the FBI director uh, was um, not as important as you leaving now. Now, the Gulfstream jet is waiting. It doesn't leave without you. Uh, it's a government jet paid for by the taxpayers, and, and so is this uh, Senate hearing, Josh Hawley. The ranking member, Chuck Grassley, asked you during the hearing, he said, I assume you must have other business. You said, yes. He then said... If you have a business trip, you've got your own plane, can't it wait a while? He then said, Chuck Grassley, we only just heard half an hour ago that now you have to leave. We were going to have a seven-minute round followed by a three-minute round. I've got seven people on my side of the aisle, that included me, who are waiting for this additional round. Is there any reason we can't accommodate them for 21 minutes? And you said you had a plane to catch. You had somewhere to go. And now we find out it was for vacation? And it was a U.S. government Gulfstream jet waiting for you, standing by, not going to leave without you. And you had to get there 20 minutes earlier. And it was the Republican round of questions coming up that he ditched out on to get on the taxpayer-funded Gulfstream jet to go spend time with his family, not business. It's personal business. That's, you know, the weasels in Washington. Josh Hawley. You left an oversight hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee required by statute so you could vacation with your family. I find that absolutely unbelievable and, frankly, indefensible. Now, is it your practice to use government planes? You say you do this all the time. You flew in a Gulfstream 550, I think, that was originally purchased for counterterrorism purposes. You were using it to go to, what is it, Saranac Lake? Is that how I say it? I've never been there. Is that, is that the right pronunciation? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, Saranac Lake. And, uh, uh, yeah, a G550, very nice government airplane. Let's just look at some of the things while you've been vacationing that your FBI has been doing. According to 
numerous whistleblowers who have come forward to members of this body, to members of the House. The FBI has been sending more than, in one instance, a dozen armed agents to a rural Pennsylvania home of a Catholic pro-life demonstrator to arrest him at gunpoint in front of his children in early morning hours, despite the fact that he posed no risk of violence or threat and had previously offered to turn himself in. Seven children and his uh, wife, and then they lied about, well, it's not a SWAT team, it's just 20 men with rifles and body armor and helmets and shields. And that's all, Josh Hawley. Numerous whistleblowers, field agents, have alleged that D.C., your headquarters, has pulled them off working on child sex abuse cases, working on human trafficking cases, in order to work on January 6th matters for this reason, to give the appearance, they say, they say, that there are hundreds of new domestic terrorism cases in the country, when in fact there are not. Whistleblowers, field agents have also said that D.C. has ordered the use of SWAT teams on nonviolent suspects who may have attended a January 6th rally, and they have been ordered to conduct surveillance and knock on doors of people who were not even in D.C. on January 6th. And again, all of this, according to the whistleblowers, these are your agents, all of this in order to make it look as if there's a mass surge in domestic terrorism all across the country when, in fact, the stats are being padded by political directive in your office. Other than that, I think the FBI is doing a, a, a crackerjack job. Uh, there is more, and I want to get to a, uh, a member of Congress talking about uh, very important, uh, very important stuff that you need to know about before the weekend begins. Uh, great Congressman Carlos Jimenez uh, telling the truth. Um, and, you know, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth, right? about Mayorkas and the border and the lies that our government tells us. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is probably starting to settle in, especially if you own a small business. But it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control lickety-split with Stamps.com. Sign up right now for Stamps.com. You're going to be printing postage this afternoon. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS services. All you need to run your business right from your computer at home, at the office, on the road. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. If you need package pickup, you can easily schedule package pickup through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANTY. That's my last name. For a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. You click on the microphone at the top of the home page and put in my last name, Plant. There it is, yeah. Congressman uh, Jimenez, um... Uh, with some really good, succinct stuff. Um, Truth is spoken here. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No, sir. That's a lie. It does not. Not wittingly. That's a lie. That was uh, Barack Obama's director of national intelligence, James Clapper, a former general. They're spying on all of us, collecting all of our data. Uh, And he knew it, and he lied repeatedly under oath. 
And he got away with it because we live in a corrupt city full of corrupt Democrats and lazy Republicans. Congressman Dan Bishop, a Republican, asked Alejandro Mayorkas the other day uh, whether our border was secure. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security. That's a lie under oath. Yes is a lie, and uh, working day to day to enhance security might be a second act of perjury. They're under oath. There is no accountability in Washington, D.C. Republican Congressman from Florida, Carlos Jimenez, was asked about that today. Mallorca's when he says that it's, uh, it's controlled. Well, I want to see what out of control is if this is controlled, because I've been there three times. He knows it's not. Why would he say that? Because, because he can, all right? Because who's going to prosecute him for lying to Congress? DOJ. DOJ's not going to prosecute him for lying to Congress. And so they can say whatever they want. And that's because the Department of Justice under um, uh, Joe Biden is corrupt as well, and they don't care about lying under oath to Congress. Uh, government accountability is not their bag, baby. Carlos Jimenez. Look, I used to be, you know, I was a firefighter and I was a, a fire chief and I was part of an administration and I was a mayor of Miami-Dade County. And my, and my emphasis was always tell the truth. That's not the emphasis now. All right? You just tell them what they want to hear and just get out of there and get, out and get away from them. And Clapper and Mayorkas are on camera uh, committing perjury, uh, lying under oath to the Congress during government oversight hearings. Uh, we need to get to the bottom of a lot of things that are happening, um, you know, here and around the world that this administration is, uh, is lying to us about and get to the bottom of it. Now, will DOJ do something about it? Probably not, but at least the American people know, will know what's actually going on. You know, that is uh, a small consolation uh, in the scheme of things. We are subject to those laws. The FBI shows up at, you know, a Catholic pro-life activist home with rifles and shields and his seven children and terrorizes them. But lie under oath uh, to Senate committees and you're fine. By the way, more, well, I'll have to get to Ellis Island next week. It is official. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.